Lee is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Thursdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by Tom Rosenbach and his team at Bean Carter. They're one of America's top accounting and business firms. They're based in West Michigan, but service the entire state and coast to coast. You can find out more at BeanCarter.com. They can help your business now. That's BeanCarter.com. Thursdays on the Huge Show across Michigan are presented by Bean Carter. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan. It's time for the Huge Show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the Huge Show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE. That's 1-866-838-4843. Now, the huge one, Bill Simonson. What's up, Michigan? It is time to get together on the only syndicated statewide afternoon sports radio show, 19 stations strong. For the one close to you, go to the huge show.net. Also, the free stream is there weekdays at 3. And on the iHeart app, search the huge show. And you can listen anywhere in this country where you get mobile service. Coming up, my final huge opinion on Michigan State moving that Penn State game to Black Friday. Even in Lansing, the vibe isn't good on Michigan State football. And that goes back to Tim Stout a week ago about Mel Tucker. And you take away a home game. You take away tailgating. And I know it's Black Friday, but not every Spartan fan is out shopping. And the Michigan... High School Athletic Association side of this. Mark Ewell, my conversation with him, if you missed it, we'll have that again in about 20 minutes because you need to hear it. He, he takes us right through when Michigan State reached out to him up until the final decision. And it's a one-year thing. And the religious exemption will not come into play. At least from what Mark told us. So I think it's important for anybody connected to high school sports or high school football in the state of Michigan to listen to that conversation here in about 20 minutes and let other people you know uh, also tune in. And if you miss it, always search The Huge Show where you download podcasts. You can catch up and listen on your schedule. I shared a stinging commentary from our affiliate, the game 730 a.m. in Lansing Superfly. I'll read some of it on how big-time football programs would not have done what Michigan State did in moving that game from a home game to a neutral site game. And I know I'm getting a lot of pushback. Well, hey, Detroit, those fans are happy. They don't have to drive far on a holiday weekend. You're Mel Tucker in Michigan State. The line seems to be get to a bowl game if Mel Tucker wants to be coaching there a year from now. And you're giving up a home game? So that article from the game 730 AM really pointed to the fact that maybe you expect to lose, so what the heck, we're going to make a little cash? And the Penn State fans are going to flock into Detroit. Who knows where their team is? They may be a one-loss team. They could be undefeated if the new quarterback 
pans out. Why take away a home game? I don't get that. There is no rhyme or reason to tell me, well, it's going to be good. It's Ford Field. Everybody would want to play indoors. Who wants to play outside? So you're telling me when we get to the college football playoff that if Michigan State ever has a home playoff game in December, late December, which would be almost a month later, that you're going to try and move it to Ford Field to help the other team? When the weather can be an advantage, hello, go ask Green Bay back in the day, the heyday for Star, Favre, and Rodgers. Soldier Field, old school and new school if the Bears are playing well. Cleveland, outside of the drive by Elway on the shores of Lake Erie, or, you know, MetLife Stadium with the Giants or the Jets. You're a program where I think, and I'll say this based on the $9.5 million per for Mel Tucker, that home win or a shot at a home win, even if it is snowing, 12 degrees. I think the weather will give you a better chance of beating Penn State than now taking it indoors. I I really believe that. And that's really what the article said, that a major college football power would never do that. Would Michigan go take the Ohio State game indoors to Ford Field? Would they? No, they're not going to give up the big house for a Saturday. In the big house. Where, where's my pop evil song when I need it, Superfly? All rise for Michigan. And now I'm being called a homer. Yeah, okay, I'm, I'm a homer. Let's go back through the huge show podcast archives. What about the Tom Izzo all-access show? What about Susie Merchant, bless her heart, and her final year of the all-access show? No, I ask you, would Michigan ever give up a home game in the big house? song is a good song. I like Pop Evil. Aren't they from Muskegon, Superfly? I think a couple of the band members are from West Michigan. Oh, yeah, you saying just around here? Right, you're giving me the around, not paying attention to the show, the around there, and it's not with the index finger. We're going to go two floors down on the finger elevator. Michigan would never move a game. Ohio State wouldn't give up a home game. So why did Michigan State do it? That, that is a legitimate question. The, the Michigan High School Athletic Association side of this, when you listen to Mark Ewell here in 15 minutes, he explains it, and I'm cool. I'm cool with that. I am. But the reality is, when you look at 
giving up a home game for a program that just dropped a five and seven dog season when there were high expectations and a coach making nine and a half million and you had a better shot at beating Penn State. I don't care what the crowd was. I don't care what the concession cut will be at Ford Field. You had a better chance of beating Penn State on a Friday night in East Lansing than you do indoors at Ford Field. End of story. I'm curious what the Michigan State fans, the Michigan fans, I know you're piling on, and even talk show hosts would say, hey, they'll never move a game from the big house. Those type of talk show hosts that are just like piling on, never. Won't happen with this show at all. Just won't. It's not us. It's not who we stand for. It's not what we're all about. So for you, the Michigan State fan, I our Bush Light, huge question of the day. Do you agree with the move? Now, I got a Twitter poll that I think runs out in 24 hours. You can vote in that. Add huge show on Twitter. But you tell me, Mercantile Bank listener line one eight six six eight three eight four eight four three. That's one eight six six eight three eight huge. Because now we're, we're all emotional, and especially me, and doing this show, and off air with Superfly and hovering over him, and what are you doing? But when you step back and take a deep breath, and you let the stress out, the high school angle for one year, I can live with it. It's still Michigan State who made the move to Mark Ewell, and you'll hear that interview coming up in less than 15 minutes. But you're a struggling program. You just gave away a game. And anybody who's going to tell me that Noah Kim and Michigan State are going to come down that tunnel at Ford Field and beat Penn State, do not tell me that, please. Okay? So I'm asking... The Spartan Nation, do you agree? The the people who buy tickets, not even the casual fan who watches on TV, I'm, I'm asking those who buy tickets to Michigan State football listening across the state on our 19 stations, are you happy with the move from Spartan Stadium to Ford Field? And I go back to that game 7.30 a.m. column that if you are happy and it's just more comfortable for you, then they're not playing the season to win at the end. Because your better chance at winning is in the wind and cold, if it is cold. And we've had Thanksgiving weekends where it's been 60 and Thanksgiving weekends where you have 10 inches of snow. But if you're playing to win, then you want to keep the home crowd. You want to keep that. Well, we're not going to draw. It's a holiday weekend. Well, then you're not a major college football power. And all this chasing Michigan and going 2-0 and giving your coach $95 million, it doesn't mean squat. So are you a football power? No, not right now. You paid a coach like your Alabama, Oklahoma, Clemson, Georgia, or Michigan, USC, and you're giving up a home game. 
So that means Penn State won't come back to Spartan Stadium. Is it? It would be two more years. Two years from this fall. That's crazy. So our Bush Light huge question of the day, and you can answer it. And I want to hear from the Michigan State fan that has season tickets, that buys tickets. You agree with the move. 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Also, I remind everybody uh, to text the word GOLF to 21,000. How would you like to win a Labatt Blue Golf Getaway this summer? Three different packages that include two overnights, 36 holes of golf for four at the Tullymore Golf Resort in Canadian Lakes, Michigan, less than an hour north of GR. The Agaming Golf Resort that features four courses between Elk Rapids and Charlevoix. And Dumaglass, which is a hidden gem between Boyne City and Charlevoix. Two nights lodging, 36 holes of golf for you and three friends. You have to be 21 and up. Just text GOLF, G-O-L-F, to 21,000, and you could be a winner. Text GOLF uh, to 21,000. So if you missed my earlier conversation with Mark Ewell, Executive Director of the Michigan High School Athletic Association, you're connected to high school football as a parent, as a coach, as a player, or just fans, your local teams. You're going to want to hear that conversation, and we'll have it next. From Grand Rapids to Detroit, this show is huge. Shop everything you need for Memorial Day with one stop at Meyer. Get buy one, get one free 80% lean ground beef. Buy five, save $5 on At Millie Stadium Buns, Coca-Cola or Pepsi 24 pack, plus deposit where applicable. Sweet baby ray sauce and lace potato chips. Plus, have fun in the sun with 40% off the entire stock of swimwear for the family. Celebrate together and get the same prices online and in store this week at Meyer. Exclusions apply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. Bill Simonson here for my good friend Tom Rosenbach. He's been the managing partner at Bean Garter for years. He helped grow that firm with the great men and women who are there every day in downtown Grand Rapids working hard for their clients. Well, now Bean Garter has officially merged with Dorn Mayhew, a Detroit-based business company, and they're still going to have that local feel. The same local experts you know and trust, but with newly expanded global capabilities. So Bean Garter is becoming Dorn Mayhew, which means stronger than ever before. And stronger together is that hashtag you can remember now as Bean Garter becomes a Dorn Mayhew firm. But remember, they'll still have that local feel in Grand Rapids and across the state. Dorn Mayhew is a Michigan-based company in Troy. But that local feel with a global reach. And Tom Rosenbach wanted me to express to every client and individual listening that Bean Garter now is a Dorn Mayhew firm. Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle. Take on the open road for Harley-Davidson's 120th anniversary. Saturdays in May, win a 2023 street glider. On May 27th, you can drive home a limited edition fat boy. It's the 120th anniversary Harley-Davidson giveaway. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. 
Make sure you listen weekly to our Moving Ferris Forward interviews with Ferris President Bill Pink and other leaders who are moving Ferris forward. Find out more about Big Rapids and Ferris and what they have to offer at ferris.edu. At Mercantile Bank, we believe supporting the communities we serve is a vital part of who we are. Our team is here to make a positive impact, a real difference, and we're always looking for leaders to join our team because we're not just a bank. We're a partner here to support what matters most. Come grow with us. Visit MercBank.com to learn more and let's support our community together. Mercantile Bank, member FDIC, equal opportunity employer. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. We are back on The Huge Show, segment two on this Thursday broadcast. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. Remember, our Mercantile Bank listener line is always open during the show. You can join us live at 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Now, earlier I had a chance to talk with Mark Ewell, executive director of the Michigan High School Athletic Association, and he gave me the backstory on how Michigan State and Penn State at Ford Field, which bumped the Friday Thanksgiving weekend high school state championship games to Sunday, how that entire process started and what the end result was. When did you uh, get wind of this? When did they reach out to you and how did it all go down? So we got our first uh, outreach from Michigan State um, just shy of a month ago. And, uh, you know, two of the, the very best partners that we have uh, Michigan State is at the very top of the list. The long relationship we have, um, you know, we play both boys and girls basketball semis and finals over at Breslin, um, spring girls soccer, baseball, softball championships have been there. Um, so we are in almost weekly contact with Michigan State Athletics, and, and that's a really, really good relationship. And we got a heads up that this could be a possibility that the Big Ten Conference had reached out that uh, you know maybe a move to Ford Field. I can tell you, Bill, that um, you know it was after that first conversation with both Michigan State and and just as good of a friend and partner um, with the good folks at Ford Field. We understood that this would be a one-time um, kind of unique situation. And, you know, so your listeners may say, well, one time, well, you know, Michigan State's going to play the last weekend at home in the regular season every other year. Uh, the reason why we were able to make this work for this one year is is two years from now in 2025, the college football playoff is expanding. And when the playoff expands, the regular season's actually moving a week earlier. So in 2025, our Thanksgiving weekend at Ford Field for our championships, the only college football conflict that we'll have is with the Big Ten championship game. Two years from now, no longer do we have to compete with Michigan uh, Michigan and Ohio State at noon on Saturday or Michigan State-Penn State. So it, it became clear that this was a one-year issue um, with Michigan State playing on Friday that was more palatable to me um, that we would still get two back-to-back days. And certainly, you know, playing on Sunday creates some challenges um, for some of our, our school communities. But 
Saturday, Sunday, still having consecutive days with, you know, our staff and set up and all those things. Um, you know, one of our initial conversations is that Michigan State and Penn State might be a Saturday game. Well, then we would play four of our, our finals on Friday and then come back on Sunday. And so it all worked out. Like I said, a, a one-year uh, dilemma. Uh, the Lions on Thursday, Michigan State on Friday, and then we still preserve our, our eight championship games at Ford Field instead of Friday, Saturday. It's now going to be Saturday, Sunday for one year, and uh, we were glad to play a small part in, in terms of making the puzzle fit. Yeah, and we'll talk more about the puzzle fitting, but uh, the Sunday games, uh, there are individuals, there are schools, there are coaches uh, that, you know, they're – Personal religious beliefs won't allow them to play on Sunday. Uh, how will you deal with those situations, whether it's a school or individuals? So our prohibition against uh, Sunday uh, events and competition went away almost a decade ago. And the reason for that is we have many uh, religious schools within our membership of all kinds of, of faiths. Uh, for example, we have uh, the, the Jewish Academy of Metro Detroit. Well, their Sabbath is from sundown on Friday until sundown on Saturday, and that's one of our members to where many, if not most, of our our final championship events are set for Friday and Saturday. So there's a case of of one faith that uh, on their Sabbath has also had to to work around what our championship events are. So that's been a, a longstanding issue. Um, you know, you probably don't hear it as much um, from those communities, but that has always been um, a factor for us. So that, that's one reason we're going to approach uh, this November with flex scheduling. We are not going to announce what divisions are going to play on what days or what divisions are going to play at certain game times until probably after the second round of the, of the playoffs are complete. Um, the reality is that football schools do not need to know now of what uh, day the Division Five championship game is going to be. Uh, everybody really begins to pay attention to their date and their time after they win their semifinal game. And for us, waiting until mid-November, we'll be able to see who's on the bracket. We'll be able to kind of uh, forecast a little bit of what some potential matchups could be. And if some of our uh, schools do have uh, policy in place that prohibits them from playing on Sunday, then those would be the divisions as we put our puzzle together that we probably uh, play on Saturday. It's, it's also the divisions where we potentially could have schools that are coming from a great distance away. The UP, Northern Lower Michigan, it makes much more sense for them to be a Saturday game than a Sunday game. I, I see our Sunday slate being more of our, our kind of metro, uh, probably our bigger school divisions, our, our metro school divisions, to where you get you know schools and areas within an hour or two of Ford Field, uh, uh, a mid-afternoon or even an early evening game on Sunday works, where if it's Iron Mountain coming down on Sunday, uh, that's much, much, much more difficult. So we're going to kind of use a sketch, uh, a flex scheduling plan, we think, uh, we'll be able to, to accommodate uh, all of our schools as effectively as possible. And certainly Sunday's a curveball, but it's one uh, that I don't think uh, is going to be an insurmountable challenge. If there is a a religious exemption where a player or school doesn't want it on Sunday, will you flex them to Saturday and put another school in on Sunday that's willing to play? Possibly, but like I said, right now we have – um, we have Jewish schools in our state that are part of our membership, and 
you know, if they have an individual or an athlete who qualifies for the cross country championships on Saturday, um, you know, we're, we're not moving and rescheduling everything for them. So again, what's unique is we do have uh, Saturday options and Sunday options, and we're going to keep uh, we're going to keep those options available. We're going to be good listeners, and like I said, we'll see after we get through about the second week of the playoffs to see how uh, the brackets fall out. Maybe see where our possible scenarios um, for some of our uh, our Christian or faith based schools may have some challenges, and uh, we'll try and uh, put together a plan that accommodates everybody. You know, Mark, uh, and by the way, Mark Ewell, Executive Director of the Michigan High School Athletic Association, joining us here on the huge show across Michigan, talking about uh, the high school football championships. What he just said for one year only will be Saturday and Sunday Thanksgiving weekend instead of Friday and Saturday. When, when they first approach you, and I get that Ford Field and Michigan State for the Breslin and what you've done have been incredible partners uh, with your association and the MHSAA. But when they first reached out to you, what was your, because you're also a sports dad, uh, what was your first reaction personally, like you were thinking? I guess my first, my very first visceral thought was, here are two of the best, uh, best university in one of the best facilities that we work with. Not only do we have a healthy professional relationship um, some good working friendships have developed in both places over the years. And, you know, um, whenever we run into challenges or problems and I need help from outside groups, I reach out to my friends first. And uh, usually my friends are the first to step forward and say, okay, Mark, I, we, we hear your situation. Let's think of ways where, where we, can, we can help you. So that, that was really our starting point, that um, Michigan State, this was their situation. They really needed our help to make it work. Now, we have a handshake agreement with Ford Field. We don't have a contract to where we could have stood there and refused to move and pointed to the contract. We have a um, a handshake uh, evergreen agreement with Ford Field. And when issues like this come up, um, it's amazing how things can get solved when it's uh, professional, uh, friendly colleagues get together and you get some smart people in the room together and you say, okay, here's the problem. What can be our one-year workaround? Um, so that was my first reaction is because Michigan State has been so good to our association and our kids for the experiences that thousands of kids over the years have gotten to have at Michigan State to end their high school career. I'd say the same thing about Ford Field with you know what they allowed us to do during the COVID year to finish there in January. Um, the way that they're opening, uh, they've been hospitable with us adding divisions of girls wrestling for our weekend there uh, in early March. So, like I said, when um, friends in the business come to you and say, look, we have a dilemma and is there any way you can help us um, because of the, the relationship that's been grown and fostered over a number of years, it really made uh, the solution here pretty easy. So you're not concerned, though, with uh, no formal agreement that all of a sudden if Luke Bryan wanted a Friday or Saturday on a Thanksgiving weekend moving forward or another big college game was offered, that you would have to move again. You said this was a one-year thing, and you're putting the word of your friends uh, with Michigan State and with Ford Field there at the front. Am I correct on that? 100%. 
Hundred percent correct. And if I, I had that concern, we would, you know, want to enter into a longer-term agreement or contract. It's uh, the Lions are committed to football in Michigan. They're committed to high school football in Michigan, and that commitment that they've given us in our schools. Um, yeah, we're moving by a day, but our eight championship games are still indoors, still going to be at Ford Field, and that's because of uh, how well. Um, the Lions and Ford Field have treated us going all the way back to 2004. Yeah, I think my first reaction was, why break the tradition? Why not play the game at Spartan Stadium? And a lot of people have uh, their own opinions, and everybody has a right to an opinion. But I knew having you on the show today, Mark, we get an explanation, and your explanation uh, makes sense. It does. Well, for hearing, hearing that it's only one year and that it's not going to be an ongoing thing, uh, that kind of quiets down the venom that's out there right now. A hundred percent. And that, that was, to me, that was the biggest factor um, why uh, why we found a way here. If this was going to be a recurring every other year problem and issue, um, there would have been a lot more heartburn. But with the expanded playoff, I, I'm really excited, Bill, because certainly um, you go back when I first started on staff and Thanksgiving weekend, the Big Ten season ended the weekend before our final. So my first eight or nine years on staff, we were the only game in town Thanksgiving weekend. There was no no college conflicts other than a, an occasional conference championship game. Well, when the Big Ten schedule moved back a week, when they added that extra bye weekend, um, it hurts our crowds right now on Thanksgiving weekend to where our Division One final goes up head-to-head against Michigan-Ohio State on Saturday every year. Um, that hurts us. That hurts attendance. It hurts interest. And so fast forward two years from now, where the only competition for us, again, will be that conference championship weekend where we're no longer going up against Michigan-Ohio State every year. That's exciting. I think that's going to be good for high school football in our state. And because um, this was a, a one-year problem that uh, our friends at Michigan State brought us, um, I'm glad we were able to find a way around it. Yeah, I do. I, I think I'm settling down when I hear it was a one-year thing. And the Friday night game with NBC with Peacock and really inside Ford Field, uh, for them to give you some video board messaging if they do that, promoting the high school championships that weekend also could be good for your attendance. It could, and, and we're absolutely going to piggyback on that. You know, it, it's really, you want to talk about a, uh, for the, the football fanatic, um, spend that Thanksgiving weekend in Detroit to where you can see Lions Packers on Thursday, Penn State, Michigan State on Friday, and then eight great high school games on Saturday, Sunday. Um, you know, you want to talk about a really special football weekend in our state, and we're glad uh, to be 50% of that. Um, we think it's going to be exciting. And, yeah, Sunday will certainly be different and unique, but I think it'll give us um, some opportunities to tweak our schedule a little bit and, again, to piggyback off uh, what's going on there for uh, Thursday and Friday to maybe even generate uh, more interest and attention. You know, Mark, when you get an explanation of everything, it really calms down the masses. That's cool. I, 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 I listened to what you said the last 15 minutes, and I can understand that you really fought, to, not fought, but you held, held your ground that this would only be a one-time thing with Ford Field, I assume, right? It is, and, and the reason that is clandestine is, again, the entire college football calendar two years from now, it is moving earlier. So, uh, you know, colleges will start now the weekend. Uh, no more week zero. That uh, Our current week zero will be when most colleges open up. 
the regular season finishes the weekend before Thanksgiving. The conference championships will be on Thanksgiving weekend so they can get in, um, you know, that expanded playoff. No, because of the, the change of the, the college football calendar, this will be good for high school football long term. And um, in uh, the interim, uh, kind of this one year curveball. And uh, we were glad to, like I said, to really help out two of our very best partners. So Michigan State, did the Big Ten or Michigan State approach you first? It was all Michigan State. So uh, I know the conference was involved in conversations, um, but Michigan State is where our relationships have been. Paul Shager, who's one of the associate uh, 80s at Michigan State, who I've known for a long, long time. Um, You know, it was conversations between Paul and I at Michigan State, uh, because ultimately it's their home game. They're the ones that are moving their home game. And then we looped in uh, Brad Michaels, who's our contact at Ford Field, um, but no, this was really driven by Michigan State, and um, we think that uh, you know, with us moving days and some of just the arena setup issues and challenges and hurdles and how we're going to work together on some of those things, uh, we'll think we'll be in really good shape. Did MSU ever say why they wanted to move it? Was it just they didn't want to play a Friday night game in cold weather end of November? Yeah, so they actually, this scenario got discussed um, – I want to say it was just before COVID, so we're talking like four or five years ago, to where when the Big Ten schedule got tweaked, you know, Michigan State and Penn State was a somewhat traditional closer. Then they went away from that for a few years, so Michigan State was then hosting Maryland and Rutgers to finish the regular season. Well, Thanksgiving weekend, outdoors, Maryland coming to town or Rutgers coming to town, no disrespect to either of those institutions. You know, Michigan State struggled with with attendance at home. And so they even floated out the idea of, you know, hey, if we would take our games to Ford Field, would there be any flexibility? And then, of course, you know, COVID hit and those conversations kind of started. And as I mentioned earlier, you know, a a Michigan State game on Saturday would have really made things difficult for us having to split our days going Friday and Sunday. So at least with uh, the Big Ten putting that game on Friday, we still get our back-to-back dates to where our staff, officials, you know, all of the moving parts that are required to pull off eight games in two days down in Detroit. Um, we were still able to preserve that, um, which was really important. But um, like I said, the, where I'm able to sleep soundly at night is um, the college football calendar is shifting a week earlier, which, again, uh, I'm looking forward to 25 where Thanksgiving weekend uh, our high schools will, again, kind of return to be the only game in town on uh, Friday and Saturday. Mark, appreciate the update. Enjoy uh, your time out there at the Big Ten Baseball Tournament in Omaha. Will do. Thanks, Bill. I really love the way Mark Yule just addresses every situation with total transparency. It calms, as I said earlier, the masses, but it makes you step back for a minute and take a deep breath. And Yule, that's been his signature conversation with me through the pandemic, through adding sports, not adding sports, through issues that have come up on hoops and in-state or out-of-state. He did it again, right there on the move. Total transparency on how Michigan State, Penn State, took that Friday from the Michigan High School Athletic Association for football championships. But Mark really stressed his relationship with Michigan State and Ford Field is why he stepped aside for one time only to allow the Spartans and the Nittany Lions to play in the Motor City 
on Black Friday. I'll take your thoughts on Mark Ewell's conversation about Michigan State switching from Spartan Stadium to Ford Field. You can join us on the Mercantile Bank listener line, 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Everything huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Child abuse prevention can be as simple as one, two, three. One, learn about the signs of child abuse, such as destructive behavior or fear of going home. Two, always be a safe adult, someone who makes kids feel happy and safe. Three, check in often on the kids you know. Join the Michigan Association of Chiefs of Police and provide kids with the safety and love they need to thrive. It's simple. In fact, it's as simple as one, two, three. Roast Umber is a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And also the Nitro Cold Brew Coffee is a convenient and healthy option for energy with no sugar additives. Look for it at your local retailer or at RoastUmber.com. We play for the thrill. That rush you feel with the game on the line. I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro Wide Receiver. Now, with Eagle Casino and Sports, the new sportsbook app from Soren Eagle, anywhere I'm at, I'm still in the game. Sign up now and get up to $1,000. That's right, up to $1,000 for a risk-free bet on your next favorite underdog parlay or prop. Eagle Casino and Sports, made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older in Michigan to play. Hey, this is Matt Shepard from the Michigan Sports Network. I love summers in Michigan because it means golf season. Now, two things always when I go golfing. I make sure I got my sticks, and I've got plenty of cold, fresh Labatt Blue Light. Whether I've just squeezed in 18 holes or I just want to relax on the patio after a long day, everywhere I go, and I'm serious when I tell you this, I tell people about the smooth, genuine taste of Labatt Blue Light. It's just a great beer. Michigan Sports Network is giving you a chance to win a foursome to Michigan's best courses. Just listen weekdays to the huge show and x's and bros or just text golf to 21,000 to enter that's golf to 21,000 the trip includes two overnight stays and two rounds of golf all brought to you by my friends at labat blue light so grab a labat blue light the next time you head out onto the course and enjoy the blue skies because blue is for michigan summers and great times always enjoy responsibly copyright 2023 labat usa buffalo new york all rights reserved labat is a registered u.s trademark of labat brewing company ltd drive for a cause at mini on the mac on august 4th and 5th hundreds of mini cooper owners will come together to experience a unique trip across the world famous mackinac bridge mini on the mac also raises vital funds for biomedical research at van andel institute in grand rapids not only will you have a great time but you'll also be supporting a great cause register now at mini on the mac.com to be a part of this one-of-a-kind event that's mini on the mac.com Register today. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. We are back live across Michigan Thursday broadcast with Superfly Hayes as our executive producer. Conversation with Scoop Jackson coming up. ESPNChicago.com NBA Insider. We'll talk about Celtics Heat. 
and the Nuggets winning the West and awaiting that winner. I know the media is trying to spin that the Celtics now, because they got a W, are set to win three more in a row and get to the finals. I, I think that's just wishful thinking. I believe Miami will take care of business. We'll talk to Scoop Jackson about that. Also, Graham Couch from the Lansing State Journal, opinion maker. His thoughts on Michigan State and why they made the switch and took away a home game for a team that needs to get to a bowl game. I believe this upcoming season for Mel Tucker, if you want to calm down the faithful who are screaming about your nine and a half million per year, why take away a home game? That is, I, that again, you heard Mark Ewell earlier. The high school thing is water under the bridge. It's why would Michigan State take away a game where you have a better chance of winning in bad weather? If there is bad weather, there's no guarantee every Thanksgiving weekend. Why wouldn't you want that game at home? Well, what if you're sitting at, so hypothetically speaking, what if you're sitting at five and six and that game would have been at Spartan Stadium and it's going to be a night game and 20 degrees at kickoff? Michigan State would have a better chance winning that than where it's going to be 70 degrees indoors at Ford Field. That's initially it was about all they're making the high school kids move, and Mark explained all of that, right, the one-year thing. But I'm Michigan State. This is a pretty darn important year. So a side of me says maybe it's not as important of a year for Mel Tucker with his $95 million deal as the media and some of you MSU fans think. Maybe it's not as important as all of us think. That you're looking at it in a different light than those inside Michigan State athletics. Because again, why would you take away a game where you have a better chance at winning at home than at Ford Field? Or the flip side of it is, do you look at your season, you look at your roster, you look at losing Peyton Thorne and Keon Coleman, you know it's going to be a tough year, and you're just taking an end-of-the-year payday and promotional event in Detroit. It's our Bushlight huge question of the day for the Michigan State fan who buys tickets. Was that the right move to move it from Spartan Stadium to Black Friday night in Detroit at Ford Field? You tell me one 866 that's one eight six six eight three eight huge. That's on the Mercantile Bank listener line. They're a local bank with locations all across Michigan, local decision makers, and a bank you can trust and depend on, and that's more important than ever before. And thank you to our friends from Mercantile Bank. I don't think that's been discussed enough. And I mentioned the game seven thirty AM our affiliate Lansing had a great story, an opinion piece that I shared at Huge Show on Twitter. The Huge Show on Facebook. I, I, don't, I don't understand it. But maybe if Mel Tucker is 4-8, and eight, hey, he's got another year. He, they lost Thorne. They lost Coleman. We got excuses. He's got a great recruiting class coming in. He's got to get that you know, five years to make it right. So answer that Bush Light uh, huge question of the day when 866 866- Eight three eight four eight four three. Also, if you want to win some golf at three incredible resorts, Tullymore Golf Resort in Canadian Lakes, Michigan, 
less than an hour north of GR, Agaming between Elk Rapids and Charlevoix and Dumaglass between Boyne City and Charlevoix. Two nights stay, 36 holes of golf, you and three guests. You have to be 21 and up. All you have to do is text GOLF, G-O-L-F, to 21000. There'll be monthly drawings starting in June. Three drawings. You only have to enter once, and you'll be in all three drawings to win stay-and-play packages at the Tullymore Golf Resort, Agaming, and Dumaglass. So if you're 21 and up, text GOLF, G-O-L-F, to 21000. And if you're just joining us and you missed my conversation with MHSAA Executive Director Mark Ewell or any of our huge opinions, interviews, hours, and full shows, our podcasts are free and we are everywhere. Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Podbean, and more. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcasts and you can catch up and listen on your schedule. Just search The Huge Show, Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Podbean, and more. And always remember, our podcasts are free. Big. Bad. Huge.